0: Hmm. You can stay one step ahead of Stinky. And for bigger jobs, try the superior strength of hefty large black bags.
1: She can't fuck. Lock, talk radio. Oh. Ladies and gentlemen, George Wilder Jr. To mention this before I go on about anything else, Donald Trump thinks you need ID by cereal. Wow. Anyway, uh, welcome to the George Wilder Jr. Show. It is such a beautiful day in Chicago. Uh, well, actually, evening. It is cold. <laughs> it's winter. Uh, it's November, and uh, once again, I want to thank everybody for out of voting to at least somewhat take back our country, somewhat take back our country. We just have to do do it again in 2020. And uh, it's beautiful. And I hope wherever you are in the world that you're feeling great, you're not sick, you're not depressed. And I want to give my um, condolences and uh, my prayers to those folks in California who have uh, perished and those who cannot be found. You know, so um my thoughts are there. The George Wilder Junior thoughts are with those folks in California who the fires fires are still burning. I mean they are still burning. Um they may have been somewhat contained at this point, but they're still around and um a lot of those images uh from a couple of days ago were just were just horrific, man. They were actually horrific. Anyway, um Welcome to the George Wilder Jr. Show. We are now on the air. We're live. Hopefully, we will not have any difficult, any difficulties. Excuse me. Um, things happen. This is internet radio, so it happens. You know, it it happens. So, always be prepared for that. Anyway, let me get back to what I was just saying. Donald Trump, you need ID to buy cereal. Folks, Donald Trump wants you to have ID to buy food. Period. I mean, he said this before that there, you should have ID. There should be ID uh, um, for you to go out and buy food. You have to have the ID. It's something. I, I don't know. They're trying to say he's trying to affiliate this somehow, uh, conjoin this, or incorporate this with voter fraud or voters or getting voting IDs. I don't buy it. Uh, This man says uh, the president thinks that – I don't even like calling Donald Trump president because he's a fake president. He's not a real president. He wasn't actually put in there by normal means. Even he had a part in getting himself elected, uh, according to his uh, former lawyer and confidant and fixer, Michael Cohen. So I don't even like calling him uh, president. I mean I'm doing a book, and I'm trying my best not to say President Trump. It's always Trump. So this guy is a mess. This guy is unfit. This guy is just – he's a thug. He's an admitted racist, and his actions proves that he's a racist. Uh, he's still pissed off because of uh, the, the Democrats swamped the Republicans to win the House and some of these other uh, governorships around the country and other, and other elections around the country also. So he's very, very pissed off at that. He's going off at his staff. He's going off at his, you know, anybody who's in his um, proximity, he's going off on. Mean, pissed off, vile, unhinged, crazy, old fucking man. Anyway, he is um, saying that uh, you need ID to buy cereal. I mean, I, I, I'm looking at a photograph here where he's in a grocery store Um uh, I don't know. I don't know, even know if Donald Trump ever bought cereal in his entire life. I'm pretty. I don't even. I'm trying to figure out how the hell did he know what cereal is? And uh, you know, he said these things. Donald Trump said these dumbass things to try to distract you away from something that's coming out. That's why he says them. That's why he um, he says these dumb, stupid things. Uh, but he actually believes what he says, and he would like to see Americans. Uh, not being able to buy food unless they show ID to buy food. The hell with money. Having money to buy food, <laughs> you want to have an ID, a state ID or a driver's license to be able to buy food, which is totally ridiculous. This man, he's thinking more about dictatorship than ever. Okay, since uh, since the election, Donald Trump has been acting more like a dictator. Than ever, even though he can't, there's no way he's gonna be a dictator because the Democrats have stopped that. That stopped cold. But now he's coming out and actually trying to act as if he's a dictator. I don't think he knows. I don't think he knows what dictatorship is. But he knows that he wants to be like Putin. He knows that he wants to be like Kim Jong Un of North Korea. These are two dictators, and he wants to be like them. He doesn't want to be like our allies. People, countries who are friendly to us, who are our friends, fuck them. They can just go to hell. And, uh, in Donald Trump's mind, fuck them. You know, he wants to be like the crooks, the thugs. <laughs> he wants to be like criminals. You know, and he does. Uh, that was a, that was a time Donald Trump said that he wanted Americans to stand up and salute him when he, you know, when he was, you know, around. <laughs> Twitter tore him up. Twitter said, "Fuck you, man." <laughs> and Twitter, Twitter, excuse me, Twitter, Twitter is using, uh, uh, Twitter users, excuse me, Twitter users are ripping Donald Trump a new asshole for saying that you need ID to buy cereal. They are ripping him a new asshole. And as I've said before, Donald Trump says things stupidly because he knows we are going to pounce on what he says because he's the president. And as president, he sets the tone for the entire country, even if it's a tone that's not worthy of America. He sets the tone. I mean, when he goes to his rallies and, 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 fires up the hate, uh, the rhetoric, the violence, he's setting the tone. Suddenly somebody goes out there and commits violence. There's a massive shooting because of what Donald Trump is igniting at his rallies. And and his liars go, on, well, Donald Trump didn't say that. He didn't mean that. It wasn't his rallies. It was straight up his rallies. He instigates violence. He instigates uh, hatred. He." The guy was on national television at one of his rallies saying that he was a white nationalist, and he doubled down on it. He doubled down on it. To hell with patriotism. He's a white nationalist. I'm pretty sure David Duke and the rest of the Ku Klux Klan love that, that he said he was a white nationalist. It came out of his own fucking mouth. If you don't believe me, research it, look it up. He said it. I mean, I'm pretty sure you do believe me because Donald Trump says a lot of things. And he says a lot of things to change the narrative, to change the story, to be distracted. This is what he does. And he loves power. He should resign. Because the Republicans – excuse me, not the Republicans, but the Democrats are coming after him. He should resign. But I said yesterday on the show he's not going to resign. If he resigns, it's a possibility – it's a great possibility he will be indicted and go to prison for his crimes as president of the United States. Maybe even crimes before that. Tax evasion. (laughs) Uh, uh, look that up, that that's a possibility. Tax evasion, lying. Uh, And I've said this before. I think the Democrats, they control the House now. And it looks like Nancy Pelosi may be on her way out. Like I said before, I agree with not having Nancy Pelosi as the next leader of the Speaker of the House. Uh, One of the things is, one of the main reasons I think her and Trump, they're in bed together. I mean you've heard Trump say uh, uh, let Nancy Pelosi lead the House, and Nancy Pelosi has said uh, she doesn't think impeaching Donald Trump is the thing to do, and we all know that's not right. And, and I've also said if you, if you don't want to use those two s- scenarios for uh, uh, getting rid of uh, uh, Nancy Pelosi, it's, all, it's, it's, it's always the fact that she's old. She's almost 80 years old. Give it up and let somebody come in there and let someone come in there to lead the House of Representatives, the people we voted for. Someone who has a new way of doing things. Someone who's not going to cower down to Donald Trump. Someone who's going to get in there and say, let's impeach this son of a bitch. Not Nancy Pelosi, who may be working In conjunction with Donald Trump. Now, Nancy Pelosi, she wants the job. She wants it back. She wants it. She wants it badly. She wants power badly. So now she's saying that uh, you know she's wobbling on impeaching Donald Trump. Now, my my thinking would be that Nancy Pelosi is probably lying to get her job back. She's not. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm not going to. She's. Lying, just so she can get power back. Politicians lie. And I don't trust Nancy Pelosi. I really have no trust for her. And it's not because she's a woman. It's not a sexist thing at all. I just think she's had her day. I just think she's had her day. She had her time. It should be over and done with Nancy Pelosi. Even if she doesn't win the speakership, she'll still be a representative of her state, so she'll still have a job but Nancy Pelosi doesn't need to work she's she's just like donald trump or 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 some other millionaire she's rich she's she's got lots of money and I've always said uh, that um, Nancy Pelosi could probably uh, you know spend her last days she's 80, spend, spend her final days with her Children, grandchildren, great-grandchildren, you know, whatever. Uh, you know, give this stuff up. I mean, she's been speaker for 20, 30, 40 years, maybe. Give me a break. It's time to retire. You can't do something forever. But um, if, she to go, if she's trying to go around and claim that we don't want her back as speaker of the house because she's a woman, that's a total lie. That's a total lie. She may be using that, you know, but it's not, it's not true. I'm just looking at her age and I'm looking at somebody younger with fresh ideas. Nancy Pelosi is not going to do that, but she wants the power. And I'm looking at that Democrats have a, they say they have enough votes to vote her out to not give her the speakership she'll still have a job okay she'll still be representing the people of her state of her district of whatever you know so um we'll see what happens we'll see what happens on january 3rd i think that's that that's when the vote is taking place to uh either replace her or retain her all right you've been listening to the george wilder jr show on black talk radio it's a beautiful uh I'm looking out of my studio window here, folks, while I'm on the radio and I got three monitors in front of me. <laughs> but it's dark outside. I'm so used to I'm not used to daylight savings time so far yet. But it's dark and it's cold. And I hope you are somewhere where you are warm to keep keep out of the weather. You know, I mean it's cold. It's very cold in the city of Chicago. Stay warm, stay warm. All righty. Uh, we're going to take a musical break and we will be back. We will be back. I have a lot to talk about. Um, Donald Trump is, is shaking in his boots. This guy doesn't know which way to turn. He's yelling. He's screaming. He's having a hissy fit because the Democrats, <laughs> the Democrats his ass uh, to win the the House of Representatives. A couple of weeks ago. The Thank George you, Wilder over. Jr. Show is now on the air.
2: was deliberately and artificially inflated to get it up to ten. It's a padded list. Here's what they did. About 5,000 years ago, a bunch of religious and political hustlers got together to try to figure out how to control people, how to keep them in line. They knew people were basically stupid and would believe anything they were told, so they announced that God had given them some commandments. Up on a mountain, when no one was around... God had given them the Ten Commandments. But let me ask you this. When they were sitting around making this shit up, why did they pick ten? Why ten? Why not nine or eleven? I'll tell you why. Because ten sounds official. Ten sounds important. They knew if it was eleven, people wouldn't take it seriously. Say, what, are you kidding me? The eleven commandments? Get the fuck out of here. But ten... Ten sounds important. Ten is the basis for the decimal system. It's a decade. It's a psychologically satisfying number. The top ten, the ten most wanted, the ten best dressed. So having ten commandments was really a marketing decision. (laughs) And To me, it's clearly a bullshit list. It's a political document artificially inflated to sell better. I'm going to show you how you could reduce the number of commandments and come up with a list that's a little more workable and logical. We're going to start with the first three, and I'll use the Roman Catholic version, because those are the ones I was taught as a little boy. I am the Lord thy God. Thou shalt not have strange gods before me. Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain. Thou shalt keep holy the Sabbath. Right off the bat, the first three, pure bullshit. (laughs) Sabbath... Sabbath day, Lord's name, strange gods. Spooky language. Spooky language designed to scare and control primitive people. In no way does superstitious nonsense like this apply to the lives of intelligent, civilized humans in the 21st century. You throw out the first three commandments, you're down to seven. Next, honor thy father and mother. Obedience, respect for authority just another name for controlling people. The truth is, obedience and respect should not be automatic. They should be earned. They should be based on the parent's performance. <laughs> parent's performance. All right. Some Some parents deserve respect. Most of them don't. Period. <laughs> You're down to six. Now, in the interest of logic, something religion is very uncomfortable with, We're going to jump around the list a little bit. Thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not bear false witness. Stealing and lying. Well, actually, these two both prohibit the same kind of behavior. Dishonesty, stealing and lying. So you don't need two of them. Instead, you combine them and you call it, thou shalt not be dishonest. And suddenly, you're down to five. And as long as we're combining, I have two others that belong together. Thou shalt not commit adultery, thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's wife. Once again, these two prohibit the same kind of behavior, in this case, marital infidelity. The difference is, coveting takes place in the mind, and I don't think you should outlaw fantasizing about someone else's wife, otherwise what's a guy going to think about when he's waxing his carrot? (laughs) But but marital fidelity is a good idea, so we're going to keep the idea and call this one, Thou Shalt Not Be Unfaithful, and suddenly, we're down to four. But when you think about it, honesty and fidelity are really part of the same overall value. So in truth, you could combine the two honesty commandments with the two fidelity commandments and give them simpler language, positive language instead of negative and call the whole thing thou shalt always be honest and faithful and we're down to three. (laughs) Thou shalt, thou shalt, they're going away, they're going away fast. Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's goods. This one is just plain fucking stupid. <laughs> Coveting your neighbor's goods is what keeps the economy going. <laughs> and, all right? Your neighbor gets a vibrator that plays, Oh, come all ye faithful. You want to get one too. Coveting creates jobs. Leave it alone. You throw out coveting, and you're down to two now, the big honesty and fidelity commandment, and the one we haven't talked about yet, thou shalt not kill, murder, the fifth commandment. Yeah, he but when you think about, about it,
0: <laughs> when you think
2: about it, religion has never really had a big problem with murder. <laughs> not really. More people have been killed in the name of God than for any other reason. All you have to do is Uh All you have to do is look at Northern Ireland, the Middle East, Kashmir, the Inquisition, the Crusades, and the 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 World World Trade Center to see how seriously the religious folks take Thou shalt not kill. The more devout they are, the more they see murder as being negotiable. It's negotiable, you know, it depends, it depends. It depends on who's doing the killing and who's getting killed. So, with all of this in mind, I leave you with my revised list of the two commandments. Thou shalt always be honest and faithful to the provider of thy nookie, and thou shalt try real hard not to kill anyone, unless of course they pray to a different invisible man from the one you pray to. Two is all you need, Moses could have carried him down the hill in his fucking pocket. And if they had a list like that, I wouldn't mind those folks in Alabama putting it up on the courthouse wall. As long as they included one additional commandment, thou shalt keep thy religion to thyself. (laughs) In the bullshit department, a businessman can't hold a candle to a clergyman. Because I gotta tell you the truth, folks. I gotta tell you the truth. When it comes to bullshit, big time, major league bullshit, you have to stand in awe. In awe of the all-time champion of false promises and exaggerated claims, religion. No contest. No contest. Religion. Religion easily has the greatest bullshit story ever told. Think about it. Religion has actually convinced people that there's an invisible man
3: Loves you.
2: He loves you, and he needs money! He always needs money! He's all-powerful, all-perfect, all-knowing, and all-wise, somehow, just can't handle money! Religion takes in billions of dollars, they pay no taxes, and they always need a little more. Now, you talk about a good bullshit story. Holy shit.
3: Thank you. Thank you. But, thank, anyway. thank you.
2: thank you very much. But I want you to know, I want you to know something, this is sincere. I want you to know, when it comes to believing in God, I really tried, I really tried really tried. I tried to believe that there is a God who created each of us in his own image and likeness, loves us very much, and keeps a close eye on things. I really tried to believe that, but i got to tell you, the longer you live, the more you look around, the more you realize something is fucked up. (laughs) Something is wrong here. War, disease, death, destruction, hunger, filth, poverty, torture, crime, corruption, and the ice capades. (laughs) Something is definitely wrong. This is not good work. If this is the best God can do, I am not impressed. Results like these do not belong on the resume of a supreme being. This is the kind of shit you'd expect from an office temp with a bad attitude. And just between you and me, in between you and me, in any decently run universe, this guy would have been out on his all-powerful ass a long time ago. And by the way, I say this guy Because I firmly believe, looking at these results, that if there is a God, it has to be a man. No woman could or would ever fuck things up like this. So, 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 if, if, if there is a God, if there is, I think most reasonable people might agree that he's at least incompetent, and maybe, just maybe, doesn't give a shit. Doesn't give a shit, which I admire in a person, and which would explain a lot of these bad results. So rather than be just another mindless religious robot, mindlessly and and aimlessly and blindly believing that all of this is in the hands of some spooky incompetent father figure who doesn't give a shit, I decided to look around for something else to worship, something I could really count on. And immediately, I thought of the sun. Happened like that. Overnight, I became a sun worshiper. Well, not overnight, you can't see the sun at night. (laughs) But first thing the next morning, I became a sun worshiper. Several reasons. First of all, I can see the sun. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Unlike some other gods I could mention, I can actually see the sun. I'm big on that. If I can see something, I don't know, kind of helps the credibility along, you know? So every day I can see the sun as it gives me everything I need. Heat, light, food, flowers in the park, reflections on the lake, and occasional skin cancer, but hey, (laughs) at least there are no crucifixions, and we're not setting people on fire simply because they don't agree with us. Sun worship is fairly simple. There's no mystery, no miracles, no pageantry, no one asks for money, there are no songs to learn, and we don't have a special building where we all gather once a week to compare clothing. And the best thing, the best thing about the sun, it never tells me I'm unworthy. It doesn't tell me I'm a bad person who needs to be saved. Hadn't said an unkind word, treats me fine. So, I worship the sun, but I don't pray to the sun. Know why? I wouldn't presume on our friendship. It's not polite. I've often thought people treat God rather rudely, don't you? Asking, you know, trillions and trillions of prayers every day. Asking and pleading and begging for favors. Do this, give me that, I need a new car, I want a better job. And most of this praying takes place on Sunday, his day off. (laughs) Not nice. And it's no way to treat a friend. But people do pray, and they pray for a lot of different things. You know, your sister needs an operation on her crotch. Your your brother was arrested for defecating in a mall. But most of all, you'd really like to fuck that hot little redhead down at the convenience store. You know, the one with the eye patch and the club foot, huh? Can you pray for that? I think you'd have to. And I say, fine, pray for anything you want. Pray for anything. But what about the divine plan, remember that? The divine plan. Long time ago, God made a divine plan. Gave it a lot of thought, decided it was a good plan, put it into practice. And for billions and billions of years, the divine plan has been doing just fine. Now you come along and pray for something. Well, suppose the thing you want isn't in God's divine plan. What do you want him to do? Change his plan? Just for you? Doesn't it seem a little arrogant? It's a divine plan. What's the use of being God if every run-down schmuck with a two-dollar prayer book can come along and fuck up your plan? (laughs) And here's something else, another problem you might have. Suppose your prayers aren't answered. What do you say? Well, it's God's will. Thy will be done. Fine. But if it's God's will and he's going to do what he wants to anyway, why the fuck bother praying in the first place? Seems like a big waste of time to me. Couldn't you just skip the praying part and go right to his will? It's all very confusing. So to get around a lot of this, I decided to worship the sun. But, as I said, I don't pray to the sun. You know who I pray to? Joe Pesci. Joe Pesci. Joe Pesci. Two reasons. First of all, I think he's a good actor, okay? To me, that counts. Second, he looks like a guy who can get things done. Joe Pesci doesn't fuck around. Doesn't fuck around. In fact, In fact...
4: the biggest thing with Democrats taking back the House of Representatives is that they get to become the new chairpeople of all of the committees. You know, Devin Nunes no longer going to be sitting at the top of the Intelligence Committee. That's going to be Adam Schiff, who's been one of the most outspoken critics of Donald Trump in the House of Representatives. And more importantly, all of the Democrats heading up these committees, they now will have subpoena power, which means, yes, folks, Investigations are coming. And I'm not just saying that because we think it's going to happen. Democrats have already been talking about that. They started talking about that literally Tuesday evening after they knew they had taken back the House of Representatives. It got so bad that on Wednesday morning, Donald Trump already tweeted out the following... Uh, If the Democrats think they're going to waste taxpayer money investigating us at the House level, then we will likewise be forced to consider investigating them for all the leaks of classified information and much else at the Senate level. Two can play that game. Yeah, um, I don't think you're going to find anything. But you know what, man? If you want to go ahead and launch investigations, go for it. Really. Like, I welcome that because you're not going to find anything whatsoever. Meanwhile, the Democrats have a lot that they're going to go after. And we know that because a few weeks ago, Republicans accidentally leaked the entire list of things they're worried that the Democrats are going to investigate, starting with your emoluments problem, where a judge also ruled last week that, yeah, that case is going to go forward and discovery is about to begin. Your tax returns, uh, even the NRA's connection to Russian money. All of those things are going to be investigated by the Democrats, and the list is actually really long, and I'm sure the Democrats have that list as well. And I am sure they are more anxious than anyone else to get started on these investigations. But the public needs to understand one thing about all of this. Don't get your hopes up. And it hurts to say that. It sucks to say that. But really, don't get your hopes up. The Democrats will have the subpoena power. They can carry out investigations. Hell, they could introduce and even vote on articles of impeachment. But they can't remove Donald Trump from office. And with Republicans having a little bit better majority in the Senate, it's unlikely that those folks would even vote on it. So that's the problem. Mueller is going to have to come out with something really, 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 really bad about Donald Trump in order to get all those Republicans in the Senate to vote to remove him. And based on what we saw in the midterms, how energized the Republican base was, the fact that Republicans didn't get the shellacking that they were expected and they were ready to blame it on Trump if they did, they don't have that blame to put on him now. They have no reason to turn against him. So again, unless something really horrible comes out from the Mueller investigation, Trump is 100% going to still be in office in 2020 running against the Democrat who is likely unless going to underestimate dead. their opponent just like they did in 2016. And that's not a good scenario for the Democratic Party at all.
1: No, I totally agree, but uh, you never know what can happen to Trump. I've said several times that uh, he will – if the Democrats decide to impeach him, he will still be in office because the Republicans are not going to go that route. They're not going to go that route, especially when their numbers have increased in the Senate. They're not going to go that route, but Democrats can send a message. At least they can send a message to Donald Trump and a message to the Republicans in the Senate that we're not going to take his shit. We're not going to stand for him, still trying to be a dictator when his dictating dreams have been squashed by the midterm elections. Now Donald Trump is – he is so pissed off now. He's lashing out, screaming, and yelling at everybody near him. Uh, He's pissed off that the Democrats have uh, uh, curtailed his power, and they are now – have the power to check him and even impeach him, throw him out. Uh if he's found guilty of all these crimes, he will be uh impeached, he will be asked to resign. And the only way you can maybe maybe by, you know, maybe by this democratic win, this great big democratic win in the House of Representatives, maybe this has changed some minds of some thug Republicans, maybe they you know start to think uh, of doing the right thing. Because they know the Democrats are going to do their jobs, the jobs that we sent them to Congress to do, to Washington to do. But right now, at this moment, Trump is so pissed off. He is angry at the world (laughs) because the Democrats won and the Republicans did not keep their majority in the Senate and the uh, House, House of Representatives. And he is so angry. He is so pissed. And he's being sued by CNN to get uh, Jim Acosta's uh, press repast returned, And uh, there is a lot of other agencies uh, and journalists around the country who are joining in with CNN to uh, sue the Trump administration. That was totally bogus. That was totally uncalled for. This is a mean, nasty, vile man. This is a he is just an asshole, and, and there's no other way to say it. Part my language, but uh, you know that's that is what we're up against today. This man is just, you know, uh, we just got to find a way. Yeah, he he probably will be in uh, in office in 2020, but that doesn't mean that he's going to get reelected. That doesn't mean that he's going to be the Republican's nominee for a second term as president of the United States. That's not going to happen. He's going to get the crap beat out of him if he tries to run. People are mad. They're angry. They don't like him. They hate his guts. Uh, He will not win. You're talking about a blue wave. This time it's going to be a a blue tsunami. And... uh, And this time, the Republicans cannot uh, blow off or belittle uh, the voting power of Americans. They can't do it. They cannot belittle or try to blow off social media as a medium to gather and mobilize people and get them to the polls. They can't do that anymore. If the Republicans want to win offices in the future, they have to get on the side of the American people, and they cannot be lying to get in office. So many Republicans uh, in the last election who were running for office, they were lying through their teeth to get back in to, to be voted in office, lying through their teeth as if they're going to protect preexisting conditions. They know damn well they're not going to. They voted against it 72 times. They're just trying to pull a fast one on the American people, and the American people didn't buy it. So there's going to be a lot of Republicans running in the future, trying to keep their jobs or trying to get a job in Washington. And they're going to be lying through their fucking teeth at you. Hopefully, voting America, the voters out there, You will know this. Vet these people before you put them in office, especially these Republicans, because they will lie, cheat, and steal and murder in office. I've seen so many, many uh, uh, Republicans on television and in in ads and all these kind of things and uh, uh, political campaign spots. Where they just get in front of the microphone and just lie their asses off. And one of the, one of the things that they lie about, pre existing conditions. We will uphold pre existing conditions. And they vote against it all the time. That's them trying to suck you in for your vote. Americans are not dumb. Americans are not stupid. But these Republicans think we are. But we showed them in the midterms that we are not stupid that we know all about their lies and their crimes. So, let me go back again. Donald Trump is mad. (laughs) It tickles me that he's so fucking mad. I mean, not just evil mad. I mean, he wants to do something. He wants something. He wants to do something, but his power just is not going to, he doesn't have enough power to do anything. And that's what he's pissed off at. He wants more power. He doesn't give a damn about abusing his presidential powers. He doesn't care what we think. He doesn't give a fuck what we say. He hasn't really said anything major on those California fires. I mean, whenever there's a fire in California, this asshole is not going to say one word. And and speaking of uh, overseas in France on Veterans Day, that was just despicable. This man has no heart, he has no nothing, and he doesn't care. He skipped the ceremony because it was raining, and then he tried to blame Secret Service. Ain't that something? Then he tried to blame it on the Secret Service. Secret Service would have said, uh, if Secret Service Well, sir, uh, there's gonna be a little rain and storm, you, you shouldn't go. If they said that he had the opportunity to say, well, a little rain is not gonna hurt, I'm gonna go, and, uh, Um, give respect to the dead soldiers. Donald Trump doesn't give a damn about the military, and they ought to know it by now. They ought to know it. Told, he even sent a message to Florida elections not to let the military uh, do not count military votes. Something to that effect. As if the military you know, I mean, They should just turn their backs on this fucker. I think he treats them bad. He treats the military worse than he treats the press. He doesn't give two shits about them. Donald Trump did not go to Arlington Cemetery to uh, commemorate, commemorate the dead. Why he didn't go? Because the spotlight wasn't on him. It was on those dead soldiers. He did not go to the uh, 10 ceremonies in France for, for um, the 100th uh, anniversary of World War I. He did not go there. Why? Because the spotlight was not on him. It was about something else. It's all about Donald Trump, and you've heard this a thousand times, and it's true. If, if Donald Trump visits somewhere and it's not about him, he's not going. He's not go he is not a fucking president. He is a stupid man. He is a stupid fool. He fired Jeff Sessions because Jeff Sessions refused to be his stooge, to be his uh uh um lackey. Jeff Sessions I, I was no fan of Jeff Sessions. I didn't like him. I thought he was just a uh, another racist, another white supremacist. But this just tells you that Donald Trump will throw anybody under the bus. He doesn't care if you're loyal to him. He doesn't care if you kiss his ass. He doesn't care if you're his enemy. He's going to throw you under the bus. If it doesn't make him look good, if it if, if it's a, if it's makes him look bad, like maybe going to jail, <laughs> maybe Mueller is going to come up with something really, really uh uh authentic that's gonna send this guy to prison. That's one of the ways of getting him out of out of the White House. And even if Mueller did come up with something, power. This man loves power. If Donald Trump is evicted from the White House in at some point before twenty twenty, they're gonna have to drag his ass out of the Oval Office. They're going to have to drag his ass out of the White House because he doesn't want to give up that power. And at this stage, Donald Trump probably should resign because the Democrats are going to come after him big time. Resigning will stop all of that. The investigations, the subpoenas, uh, the hearings that are about to come, and the impeachment. He should resign. Two reasons why he's not going to resign, and I've said this before. If he resigns, he becomes a private citizen. And by being a private citizen, Mueller will indict him and arrest him. Secondly, the reason why he will not resign, I mentioned it before, because he loves power. He loves power. He loves telling people what to do. He loves seeing people uh, do what he says. He loves seeing people hurt. He loves seeing people hurt. This is what he's about. But his days of dictatorship, oh, put it this way his days of wanting to be a dictator is never going to be realized because we have a democratic house. We have someone who's going to oversee his jackass. He doesn't like that. Wow. And uh, I think that a lot of people who work in the White House with Donald Trump, once he's out and there's a new administration is in, those folks are going to have a hard time finding a job. The cooks, the cleaners, uh, the painters or whatever, you know, uh, people go out and look for a job and they go to a job interview. And the first thing the job interview is going to ask, who was your last employer? Donald Trump. (laughs) <laughs> they're not going to get the job so uh, it's not good working for Donald Trump it really isn't it totally isn't and uh, I'm so glad to know that this guy is furious maybe he'll blow a gasket or something <laughs> he will This guy, I'm pretty sure he will blow a gasket of some kind because – of some kind because he is – he is what the hell he is. Here's Maxine Waters. She's going to have her hands on Donald Trump's tax returns. Once uh, they're sworn in in January 2019, she will have her hands on – Donald Trump's finances, and that's one of the reasons why he's pissed off. How
5: dare you separate children from their parents? How dare you pull children out of the arms of their mothers? How dare you lie and say you couldn't do anything about it? You're the one who caused it, and you're the one that we're gonna make to turn it back because what you're doing now is lying, lying, lying. The American people are put up president long enough. What more do we need to see? What more lies do we need to hear? It is time for us to say, even though there are those who don't want us to say it, Mr. President, you need to be impeached. He has done more than is needed to be impeached. But putting this on top of all that he has done, his alignment with Russia and Putin, his love of the of the dictators of the world, how he has not said one word about the fact that they tapped into our DNC, underlined our democratic process. He's not said one thing about it, but he can wrap his arms around another dictator, Kim Jong-un, and tell us we ought to swallow it. We're throwing it to him, Mr. President. We are not going to swallow it. We are not. To it. you have disrespected all of us you have violated all of us and now you have sacrificed our children for your aims and your goals just because you want to build a wall mr president there will be no wall built on the back of these children you lied you lied and you said you were going to make mexico pay for it not going to pay for it. We're not going to pay for it. You're going to find these children. You're going to reconnect them with their families, and we're going to get you out of
3: office.
5: Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, I thank you so much for coming out here because history is not going to be kind to this administration. But we want history to record that we stood up. That we took back. But we thought that we did not consider ourselves victims of this president. History will record that while he tried to step on all of us, we kicked him in his rear, and we stepped on him. And so the president, who lies all the time, who were changed on the drop of a dime, the president is watching what is going on, and the only reason he came up with this, fake initiative of his is to try and say to the people that he's seen come out in huge numbers, okay, 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 Uh, I'm sorry, I'm scared, I'm going to back it up, but he didn't back it up enough. He didn't back it up enough because that initiative that he put out does not define how they're going to connect these children with their parents. They don't know where our children are.
6: Wall Street Journal will have anybody talking to the president. The Wall Street Journal's editorial board writes today, quote, every sentient voter in 2016 understood that Donald Trump had a bad history with women. But mistakes of character tend to catch up with everyone, and that's what is now happening with President Trump and his many women. Mr. Trump can't retain the best legal counsel because no one wants a client who ignores all advice. He wants to answer questions from Mr. Mueller, but probably won't prepare enough to avoid even accidental self-incrimination. The Stormy Daniels case is typical of Mr. Trump's pre-presidential behavior, in thinking he can, with enough threats and dissembling, get away with anything, he's never understood that a president can't behave that way, and this may be the cause of his downfall. Susan, um, this is just among the first cracks in uh, terms of support editorial support for the right. president from the journal
0: yeah and that's exa- but the journal's exactly right when you talk about the faults of his character coming back to haunt him that not only plays to the president but it also plays to a lot of republicans in the house and the senate right now who should be saying i will stand up for what's right i will speak against the president and what he's doing as whether it's his policies or even some of the things his, the attacks he makes on women and other people but the Stormy Daniels thing is just something that hits so hits him so differently. Yeah. And I'm not, you know, we know he hasn't tweeted about it. He hasn't gone anywhere. But I think it's just a matter of time, and that's what I think a lot of people are waiting for.
6: You know, Eddie, there's a piece in the New York Times today by Jonathan Martin about uh, various Republicans running around the country, yeah. and they cannot they can't stand up and talk about real issues that affect people because the first question out of the box is the president's behavior right i mean it seems to me that this uh... Tef- teflon
7: don is no longer teflon don when it comes to, to to the stormy daniels question i think there are three c's here uh, there's the case there's the client and there's the climate i don't think any lawyer in their right mind wants to take on the case i don't think any lawyer who who's worth his or her salt uh, wants to deal with a client that will not pay attention, that will not lie, that will not follow advice. That will and then not the, pay. That will not pay. <laughs> and then there's the climate. The climate is not only the Me Too movement. The Me Too movement has changed the way in which uh, people understand and, and accept uh, certain kinds of behavior, where the, how they judge that behavior. There's the climate in terms of uh, the, the serious, uh, I think, uh, response to Russian interference in our elections. There's a uh, kind of economic <clears throat> uncertainty. There's the chaos. That's coming out of the White House. So all of this that 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 I think informs how people are judging and assessing what's going on. I think is also shaping and informing how lawyers are are assessing whether or not they will take on this case.
8: Yeah, I mean, and, and and speaking of the Republicans and that Jonathan Martin article and Stormy Daniels, let's go to the latest in the Stormy Daniels story. Uh, the porn star is now suing Donald Trump's personal lawyer Michael Cohen for defamation, claiming that he betrayed her as a liar when denying claims of her affair with donald trump the new filing also argues that the one hundred thirty thousand dollar hush money agreement signed just eleven days before the election should be nullified because it violated campaign finance law meanwhile the white house is trying to explain why the president has not responded to the porn star directly yesterday the more in the morning after her sixty minutes interview aired the president tweeted quote So much fake news, never been more voluminous or inaccurate. But through it all, our country is doing great. A senior administration official tells NBC News that the president has discussed his response with several aides and has been told that the Stormy Daniels issue doesn't rise to the level of a presidential response. The senior official also counseled Trump, telling him that it doesn't endanger his presidency or agenda. Here's the White House yesterday.
3: Can you state categorically that the president, his campaign, and the Trump Organization did not violate federal law,
9: specifically election law, uh, regarding that payment? Well, uh, I can speak for only the White House, uh, and I can say categorically that obviously White House didn't engage in uh, any any wrongdoing. Uh, The campaign or uh, Mr. Cohen, yeah, the campaign or Mr. Cohen can address uh, anything with respect to their uh, actions. With respect to uh, that interview, I will say the president strongly, clearly, and uh, has consistently denied these underlying uh, claims, and the only person who's been inconsistent is the one making the claims.
0: Was the president aware of a physical threat made against Ms. Daniels when she was with her daughter back in 2011?
9: Well, the president doesn't believe that uh, any of the claims that uh, Ms. Daniels made last night in the interview are accurate.
0: He doesn't believe she was threatened? Right? Uh, no, he does not. Well, Roger, what's Roger. his basis for that, Raj? Sorry? What's his basis for that?
9: Well, he just uh, doesn't believe that, um, you know, there's nothing to corroborate her claim.
8: All right, we've also learned that 22 million people watched 60 Minutes Sunday. The star interview was actually the news magazine's highest-rated episode in a decade, second only to Barack and Michelle Obama's sit-down in 2008, beating Donald Trump's 2016 interview and any interview Donald Trump has ever had on 60 Minutes. Stormy daniels lawyer did some trolling, though, tweeting, quote, since this is really what matters, LOL, the ratings for my client, Stormy Daniels' appearance on 60 Minutes last night, crushed by millions, any Apprentice Show in the last 10 years, as well as Mr. Trump's November 2016 appearance, hashtag priorities. We will leave that there. Meanwhile, Republican lawmakers are finding it increasingly tough to escape Donald Trump's shadow with many facing the grim future of a midterm that's going to be a referendum on the president's personal conduct and behavior. Quote, I don't see headlines with porn star Sue's Nancy Pelosi, said Democratic Congressman Cedric Richmond. (laughs) And Pennsylvania Republican Ryan Costello, in discussing his decision not to seek re-election to the House, said the president was getting in the way of the GOP's message.
7: We're talking about porn stars and the president rather than about tax policy or what we need to get done by the end of the year or what should have been in the omnibus. And it's very difficult for me to get that message out because we're talking about Story Daniels or it was McCabe. Before that, it was Rex Tillerson and where he heard the news that he was fired. And just one thing after another, um, it, it, is, it is deeply frustrating. I will, I will certainly say that. John Meacham,
8: uh, that's Ryan Costello, a rising star in Pennsylvania politics. He was expected to go places in the House. Now he's going home. Yeah. Uh, and we find that the article, this New York Times article, talks about the catch 22 that we've been discussing for the past year. And that is Republicans have to act a certain way to get past the primary process, or they believe they right. do. I think they're badly mistaken, but. They think they have to bow and scrape to Donald Trump and apologize to Donald Trump to get through that primary process. But if you do that in a Nevada senatorial primary or in an Arizona uh, senatorial primary, as the article uh, explains, you make yourself radioactive in the general election and you lose.
9: Has Congressman Costello ever said who he voted for for president in 2016? I mean, is is, yeah. is, is he
6: surprised uh-huh.
9: by by this? Is is this a you know? It's a Claude rain. It, it makes Claude rains look like a documentary. I mean, yeah. of course, <laughs> this candidate is getting in the way of an agenda. I mean, what 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 planet are they on? Um, this is the the world we've all been living in since since the escalator uh, <laughs> is is the same one. Uh, and so th- to suddenly discover, like Miranda in The Tempest, that, oh, brave new world, Donald Trump is a distraction from the issues of substance facing America? Good God. Um, well, uh, sorry, uh, I yeah, just, and, and, I'm just, I'm just no, flabbergasted. No, I, that I, that I, suddenly a Republican yeah. would discover that maybe this unconventional president isn't really great for an underlying cons- movement conservative agenda. Huh.
8: Yeah, well, and John, and and maybe if they've been speaking out against the worst, uh, his worst instincts, his worst character traits from the very beginning, as I've been saying... Maybe he would have checked those at the gate when he went into the White House Hmm. if he thought he ever was going to have to pay any consequences from the Republican Party. But they have bowed, and they have scraped, and they have been scared to death. And let's just start at the very top with Paul Ryan, who said... Yes, he's a racist. Yes, what he said was the epitome of, of, of a racist statement. And yes, I'm going to endorse him. When that is where the party leader starts and that is where the party starts, it's obvious this is where we're going to end up.
9: Yeah. You, where you want to be in this, uh, just, uh, just to be a total self-parody here, uh, historically, you'll want to be Margaret Chase Smith. The senator from Maine, who in 1950 said that Joe McCarthy was violating fundamental American principles, you don't want to be the guys in '54 who just caught up with the idea that maybe things weren't so great with red baiting. And so one of the tragedies of the last era—and we we, we have used this line before—but this is one of the few cases. Of when Trump won the nomination of a hijacker boarding a plane, and the passenger sided with the hijacker, okay, but it's all you know the fun's over you know we're now sort of commending yeah. him in this bizarre moment for not tweeting about uh, about a, a a porn star so i just think, I just think uh, I, the profiles encourage when after after the fire has come down, I think, is is a bit
0: much. And, and Joe, just to go to your point about Speaker Ryan, it's the last week in March, and he has not announced that he's seeking re-election yet. As a matter of fact, there's some rumors going around that he may step down. But when it comes to people that he's trying to get to run for office, how can he possibly influence them when he's not willing to say he himself is running, willing to run for reelection and that's starting to f- filter all the way down into the local races
8: and, and you know uh, Richard you either we, we're talking about John Meacham and I were talking about how we've said that it's the first time that a hijacker took over a plane talking about Trump taking over the Republican Party and everybody in the plane cheered on the hijackers well guess what we've now gotten to a point where that plane is either going to crash or republicans are going to figure out a way to land the plane and continuing to let the hijacker take control of the cockpit i mean, this i understand people are going to say oh you have to do it we have to do it we, no you don't you really don't we ran newt gingrich out of town when he stopped representing conservative principles i'm not saying they have to run donald trump out of town but they can tell him no I mean, the, the thing that bothers me, Richard, is we're on Sesame Street. Today's number is two. If only two Republican senators stood up. There you go. And two Republican senators went to Donald Trump and said... I understand you don't have any discipline. I understand that nobody has ever held you to account. Well, that's fine. You do what you want to do, but we're just here to tell you, like Barry Goldwater told Richard Nixon in 1974, it's over. You either begin behaving in a respectable, responsible way, or you lose our two votes, and you no longer have a majority in the United States Senate. Now, I can think of two senators that were retiring. And I really wonder what Bob Corker and Jeff Lake want their legacy to be. But we really don't need their floor speeches. We really don't need their tweets. We need them to step up and protect the republic. But there seems to be absolutely no courage among republicans here
10: no you're you're right and i was going to mention the same two senators i don't see a lot that they've got to lose so it's it'd be an easy profiling courage for them to stand up my guess is though more broadly joe particularly in the house again you would again, you'd know this better than i would but my hunch is people are going to have to go through november and only after november and assuming these trends hold that uh, it's a debacle for republicans and a lot of its attributed uh... to the president but then some people in the republican party may say hey if this party has any future We've got to wrestle it back, and we've got to find out what it is we, we stand for and have some return to, to our roots. But I would be really surprised if that were to happen after, what, the last 14, 15 months ahead of, of that kind of a, a political awakening or whatever you want to call it, debacle. So my guess is... Other than the odd statement, I, I, I kind of think what, what we're seeing is what we're going to get as distressing and as depressing as it's going to be. And by the way, what you know, we'll talk about it later, I expect, it's not as though the world is going on pause while we're doing this. You've right. got all these things coming at the United States from Iran to, to North Korea to trade, you name it. And, and, and where's the Senate? Where's the House? Where are the hearings? Where is Congress standing up? Not just about the president's personal behavior. How about about his policy? Where are people holding up a mirror and saying, are we comfortable with where this president and this administration are steering uh, the ship of state? Do we agree with these things? This is consequential. So I want them not just to basically question his character, as important as that is. I want somebody to start questioning his policies.
8: Yeah, and there is no consistency. There is no courage. One day they stand up to him. The next they go golfing with him. The next he's their best friend. They're, They're... does seem to be absolutely no uh, no consistency. Um, hey, Eddie really quickly before we go to break, uh the woman who inspired or actually at the time the young girl uh who inspired action which actually led uh eventually to the end of segregation in the United States passed away yesterday. Talk about the young girl who who looked up at those steps uh in Little Rock, Arkansas so many years ago and said they were big steps and my feet were so small my legs were so small uh... but she walked up those stairs anyway and changed history
7: yeah linda brown is one of those ordinary heroes that fundamentally transformed the country uh... here we have a family in topeka who just simply did not want uh... their child to walk so far away in order to go to school at the the white school right down the street she really desperately wanted to attend and they would not admit her because she was an african-american uh, and they joined the case uh, with the NAACP and the leadership of Thurgood Marshall uh, and they fundamentally transformed the country. Uh, and we need to talk about these young children, these young people, um, Little Rock Nine, uh, you think about the student sit-ins. These are young folk who fundamentally put their lives on the line and challenged hatred, face, face front, challenged hatred front on. Um, and as a result, uh, the nation is different. But we have to then, as we celebrate our life, Acknowledge the fact that the country's schools remain as segregated today as they were in the 1960s. We still have a lot of fight to do.
6: You know, Joe, it, a lot and of it, fight it, 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 yeah. it gets to you know one small step, climbing the schoolroom steps. A young girl exhibits courage, and we are now part of an age where United States senators don't have the courage to stand up to the president of the United States.
8: Well, and, and that's one of the reasons why I, I talked about that quote. Think about the courage. In Kansas, think about the courage in Little Rock, the courage at Old Miss, in Oxford, Mississippi, in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. So many students uh, being courageous so long ago, and actually.
3: how oh many How much I love love you and give you.
1: Donald Trump on Wednesday, today, said Democrats wearing disguises and voting more than once were responsible for Republican losses in tight congressional elections. Bullshit. Quoting, Republicans don't win, and that's because of potentially illegal vote, potentially, the operative word. Trump was quoted as saying, by right wing website uh the daily caller, okay, final results have yet to be declared in multiple races uh following the weeks the week's uh midterm polls with tense counts underway in Florida the midterm races are for governor and senator in the politically important state are closed that recount that recounts are you know wherever they are. Republicans Rick Scott was ahead of the incumbent Democrat Bill Nelson by fifty point one to forty nine point nine percent according to the latest official count. But the but the news here folks is that Donald Trump I mean he's scared. He is he he is scared. He's furious. He's making up lie after lie after lie and the Democrats know it. Uh, the Republicans know it. Uh, he knows it. But what he's saying and what he's trying to accuse people of, Democrats of doing, it's not going to change anything. This man is on his way out. You know, what I mean, he wearing disguises and voting. How do he know that? Wearing disguises and coming back, voting two or three times. Bullshit. This man is scared. He's on his heels. He's afraid. And he's just saying a lot of ridiculous things. He's making himself look more, uh, worse than he looks already. Uh, he's pissed. He's angry. He's upset. He's trying to find some way to overturn those, uh, midterm election wins, uh, by Democrats, uh, in Congress. He's trying to overturn that. He's trying, to. I I actually believe the guy is trying to start a civil war. He's saying they all cheated. Go get them. You know, uh, that's my feel. I feel he's trying to start a civil war between Democrats and Republicans. And I don't think he's going to make it. I don't think he's going to make it. Now, today he's saying that Democrats wore disguises And voting more than once. Tomorrow he's going to say something else. He's going to forget all about what he's saying here, and he's going to say something else different tomorrow about the whole thing. Donald Trump pulls shit up out of his ass and throws it out here to us, and the problem here is that some people actually believe some of the things that he's saying. The idiots believe it. I mean, he is furious that the Republicans lost. He is furious that the Democrats will be subpoenaing him, investigating him. He's furious that Mueller is coming after him. He's furious. He's trying to find a way out. He's trying to find a way out to say they cheated in the election. He has no proof, no evidence whatsoever. Just like his liars, Kellyanne Conway and Sarah Huckabee Sanders, they have no evidence to say that there's voter fraud, to say people uh, wore disguises and voted more than once. They have no evidence because it didn't happen. Even the state officials who run these elections are saying, Donald Trump, you're lying. Stop lying. That didn't happen. Rick Scott, shut the fuck up. That didn't happen. We run this shit here. We know what's happening in our state. You don't. But they still say things that are false. The hell with false. They say things that are outright lies. The media should stop saying falsehoods. They're lies. They're straight up lies. And, uh... <laughs> it's it's true. It's it's true, folks. I mean, Donald Trump is saying that Democrats wore disguises, voters wore disguises and voted. T- this is just ridiculous. It is totally ridiculous. Donald Trump is ridiculous. Um, um people are responding. Funny, he's claiming for the need, he, he's claiming for the need uh for IDs to buy food. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I had to show mine to vote, even uh, and even tell them that where I lived to make sure that I matched uh, that that it matched my ID. And I lived in Florida and voted there, and only once. Most people voted only once. Donald Trump is lying on the public. He's lying on you. He's lying on me. Because his ass is in a ringer Democrats will start investigations As soon as they're sworn in They're going to be all prepared and ready They're preparing themselves Right now for, for these investigations Mueller may Be done with his report On the uh, Russia investigation Collusion and Into the 2016 election He may be done See, Donald Trump is getting this shit from all sides the lawsuits are coming back. Uh, Stormy Daniels coming back. Um, all of this shit is coming down on him, and he's pissed. He's angry. He's loathed. And he's isolated. Donald Trump is the loneliest president we've ever had. Nobody. Because he's an angry, vile, pissed off son of a bitch. He's the worst president ever he he may be the worst human being ever. Wow, the president signed an order to end White House commission, even though he said there was substantial evidence of voter fraud. Remember folks, before the midterm election, Donald Trump and the Republicans they would not fund our elections, to keep them safe. They refused. They refused. In other words, they wanted voter fraud. They wanted uh, uh, people not to vote. They were all for voter suppression. And that's what he's talking about. Too many people voted. It must have been some people voted twice. They were wearing disguises. This guy is just a yeah, and Ab, uh Michael Avenatti. I mean, I mean, we fell in love with this guy. You know, he was. I, I almost thought of him as America's lawyer. Okay, but he's been arrested. I haven't. I haven't the details right now. Maybe tomorrow when we come on the air, I will have some more details. But Michael Avenatti, um, the lawyer for Stormy Daniels the porn star he has been arrested and guess what on guess why he's been arrested domestic violence domestic violence uh so we just have to f- figure out what that's about and try to get some more detail on that and we'll bring it to you tomorrow i mean i'm curious myself because i i, I i'm like you i've watched this guy on all the cable programs and You know, he was coming after Trump and coming after Trump and coming after Trump. Suddenly, um, Stormy Daniels, his client, lost uh, a lawsuit to Donald Trump, and Donald Trump says he's going to go after her for money. So we just have to realize – I'm sorry to hear that, but this guy is supposed to be running for president. He's going to be running for president. At least he wanted to run, but now after this depends on the details. He's done. He's finished. Uh, there is no presidential run in his future. We're not going to vote for him unless there is, you know, he comes up with some sort of a excuse to why this happened. Other than that, he, he's toast. He's toast. He may even, he may even lose his um, lawyer license. You know, he may become disbarred over this. Who knows? We just have to figure it out. But Michael Avenatti, Stormy Daniels lawyer, that we've seen so much of on television, cable, computer, the guy was all over the place a few months ago. And we believed just about everything that came out of his mouth. But now he's he has been arrested in LA on domestic violence. Charges. Beating up on somebody, his wife, girlfriend, whoever. We're just going to have to find that out, right? (laughs) Wow. But that is a blow. Michael Avenatti, you know. All right, you've been listening to the George Wilder Junior Show. We're just about off the air. I wanna thank everybody for tuning in to the George Wilder Junior Show. It's been fun, it's been great. We're gonna talk some more about Trumpy. I mean, this guy is a mess. This guy is gonna explode in the White House. His head's gonna just pop because he is so angry. He's so mad, he's so, you know, pissed off at everything because he can't get his way. He he can't get his way. He can't do what he want to do, you know. And he's angry at that. That's about it. He can't do what he want to do anymore, because the Democrats will check him, and he's pissed off and he doesn't like that. And we have to do a better job at voting. We we have, you know, coming up, uh, 2020. We have to do a better job at putting Democrats in and voting out these Republicans. To make Donald Trump a little bit more pissed off than what he is now because he is just furious. All right, everybody. I hope you join me tomorrow. Have a good day. Have a great weekend. Wherever you find yourself listening to the show, evening, morning, night, noon, whatever, have a great, um, a great day. Don't forget to like the show, follow the show. Uh, check out my, uh, work online. I'm a writer. Of course I'm on Amazon. You know, my name. (laughs) All right, everybody have a great evening. Uh, stay safe. Stay wonderful. Um, No sadness, uh, no depression. Uh, That's not good for you. Exercise, eat right, and live a long and happy life. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye at the same time. Bye, everybody.
3: Heaven help the girl who walks the streets alone. Heaven help the roses if the bombs begin to fall. Heaven help the love. Heaven help the black man if he struggles one more day. i